It's another episode of Metal, Rock, and Whiskey. I'm Sailor, and we are living in an Amish paradise. We've been spending most our lives living in an Amish paradise. A churn butter once or twice living in an Amish paradise. It's hard work and sacrifice living in an Amish I'm here with my dudes, Jake, Matt, and Ed. What's up, guys? What's going on? Hey, happy to be here. Yeah, because you were sitting here white and nerdy. Yeah. And we're glad you could make it because the alternative story to why you weren't going to be here was that you were hosting a makeup party at your house. Well, fortunately, that party was canceled, so uh, <laughs> I could be here. But was it? Yet, but yet, he, you, yet you still have makeup he didn't, on. He didn't deny he was hosting one. <laughs> <laughs> See, Seems like... you know I'm calling. <laughs> canceled or rescheduled bum, bum, bum. you'll find out when you get your invitation in the mail Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. i'm not a stranger to sephora reason <laughs> <laughs> you're a high-priced drag queen <laughs> we'll just leave it i'm not i'm not i don't even talk about this typically on this show we do compare two albums from one artist against each other We'll discuss. We usually argue and then very unprofessionally debate the merits. And in the end, only one album or artist reigns supreme. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's an affirmative. It's very affirmative. Sorry. Being tindered here. I have to answer the tindering. (laughs) No tindering during the podcast. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Tinder (sighs) cast. So what are we talking about tonight, Sailor? Tonight we're going to talk about the legendary Weird Al Yankovic. He has had quite a career. So we'll talk a little bit about each of his amazing albums. And at the end of the show, as Jake said, only one of his albums will win. So something else that's clearly important to all of us, as I'm sure everybody can hear, is that we all really enjoy drinking whiskey. And learning about whiskey and talking about whiskey in, in copious amounts, like I said, you've probably noticed. Each show, one of us do discuss a whiskey that pairs with the show. And tonight, Matt is on the block. Oh, yeah. Can't do I have something about special it. for you guys? Oh, boy. <laughs> Jenny on the block? Can't wait. But since we are talking about whiskey, what all are we drinking? Ed? Well, I had my sister come visit us from Virginia, and she brought Virginia's own Bowman Brothers Pioneer Spirit Small Batch Bourbon Whiskey. 90 proof. Never had it before. And tried a little bit. And tried a little more. And a little more. (laughs) And it was pretty good. (laughs) And I'm really loving it. And, That's the best uh, way to evaluate a whiskey. So yeah, so Jake um, <laughs> informed me that it's actually a Buffalo Trace mash bill, um, which I didn't know. And so yeah, that explains why it tastes fairly familiar. Indeed. But you, Sailor? What are you drinking? I think Matthew should go first. Well, Matt's got the whiskey segment, so he's not going to go. <laughs> 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 
But I'm not drinking what I have in the wisdom segment. <laughs> oh, well, so. well, 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 then, Matt, what are you drinking at the moment? Haven't we done this like 10 fucking times? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like our first show. It's our first show. We've never done this before. Well, I'm drinking Macallan edition number two, Ooh. Uh, which obviously is the second edition in their edition series. So uh, the master whiskey maker, his name is Bob Delgarno. He, he'll team up with different entrepreneurs from different areas uh, of the world. And this edition two is actually, he pairs with um, the Roca brothers, which they own a restaurant in South America, which was rated the best restaurant in the world, like th- three or four times. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Uh, a lot of fruit, some uh, sweet stuff up front. Pretty good. Okay, I, I have I have to explain this. I got to roll back the curtain for the listener. As as Matt was talking about his whiskey, Sailor and Ed both piping it down from the bottle. What the French toast is going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me explain. So, Sailor, it's around to you. What are you drinking straight from the bottle right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I was trying to be funny and drink a bottle of white wine. <laughs> so, I've had an entire bottle. I'm halfway through another, and I don't, I feel maybe a little bit buzzed, but mostly I, my mouth feels like I want to rake my tongue. Like, I want to, ugh, I don't know, gross. So I took one last sip of this fucking wine and I just couldn't take the flavor anymore. And so I had to sip on this little bottle that I have held on to for so long and I love it. And I drink drams of it on special occasions. I'm going to have to just kill it and get a new bottle, but um, it's too much bourbon. It's their batch one. So like you can't, you cannot get it anymore. Um, they were lovely enough to send it to me and I created a, um, special cocktail for them with it, actually two of them. And, uh, I'm just going to have to order one online, but, uh, I had to take a sip of something to kill the wine flavor. And, um, this two bitch is one of my favorites. Have you guys had it? Actually, I've I've never had it. No, nope. never had it. I'm I'm aware of them, but I've never had anything from yeah. them. Yeah, isn't it only Savior. available in Nevada unless you have it shipped? No, yeah, you can order it online. Um, the the cool thing about what they did was so they came out of the gate with a hundred proof. This is their first expression. It's a hundred proof. It is a source whiskey, um, blended to their to to their liking to their um. Uh, to their taste it's from the from nevada distillers right correct that is correct yes and um the whole issue of distilling in nevada is an interesting story all of its own um you can find out a lot about two bitch actually follow them on instagram they're really amazing um yeah they're they're a couple uh married couple they're both so phenomenal um and and both of them come together in a really cool synergy to create this product and um I just, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get rid of batch one. So I need <clears> to grab, you know, the next batch so that I can sip on that too. But it's a really great, <clears throat> I have to say, like when I got the bottle, um, I was talking to a few Instagram friends and, uh, one of my friends was like, leave it in the glass overnight and come to it the next day and see what you smell. And there really is a lot of layers to this. So, um, it was very well crafted, very well picked, um, you know, very well blended. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with it. And I just think it was killer to come out of the gate at a hundred proof. 
Do you guys do you guys ever do that? By the way, uh, just sometimes just pour a pour a dram and maybe put a napkin on it, come back to it the next morning, or or just kind of just to test test what time and oxidation will do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. every single time. Yes. I, I I do that sometimes. I'll just I'll put it in a fri- you know put a glass inside the fridge or just leave it on the bar and put a napkin on top of it and just try it at different times through the day. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a fun experiment because it it does change for sure. Oh, yeah. I'll oh, yeah. give that a whirl. Yeah, it's really so. If even if you leave like a couple of drops of glass for the next morning and then you put your nose inside that glass, it's best to do with a Glencairn glass or a wine glass. You're gonna get a lot of the I call them like undertones, you know, like mm-hmm. bottom flavors of that yeah. whiskey base flavors. You're gonna really have a sense of what made up that whiskey because you're past all the heat. You're past the nose. You're past the top nose. You're not focusing on the mouthfeel or the taste or the palate. So it's a really interesting way to discover what's inside that bottle and what that expression is made of. So every single time I open a bottle of something new that I have not tried before, maybe like a new batch, an expression, I always pour a little bit into a Glencairn and leave it overnight and then go back to it the next morning. I don't cover it or anything. I just let the air get to it. And yeah, and, really- and you can you can play with it a little bit too. You know, uh, don't be afraid to splash a little cold water in there too. You know, a lot of those compounds are hydrophobic, so once they they the water hits it, they go kind of crazy and they come to the top of the glass, and you'll get different things. Um, you know, when you add water to it as well, than you got when you didn't. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what we do here on Metal Rock Whiskey. We use uh, four syllable words to describe our whiskey tasting. Well, actually, sweet. When <laughs> I always, when I first taste any new expression, I keep a bottle of um, distilled water on hand and I have a dropper, about four drops into the glass and I roll it around so that I allow all of the oils to come to the top and break open. So we get a big, you know, flavor bomb right at the top mm-hmm. of it. And that's how I initially taste a new expression or something that's new to me. The next day is uh, you, you can almost equate it to um, if you were to drink, you know, like a flat Coca-Cola or something like that, you're you're not going to get the sharpness of the carbonation, but you're going to get all of the flavors. Now, it, it tastes, quote unquote, bad when you do that with a soda pop because you're so much used to having the carbonation. But with the with, you know, a pour of whiskey, it gets rid of all of that alcohol burn that would normally cloud your your nose or your palate and you get all of the flavor i think right up front hmm. yeah, um, maybe that's my my experience no no, no? I, cool. i'm nodding i, no, agree. I mean all right yeah. yeah nodding's nodding's great for a audio podcast oh absolutely going <laughs> 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 well, back to my wine now <laughs> <clears throat> well, yeah. wine in a beer glass. It's called Fat Bastard, by the way. Fat Bastard. <laughs> Explain that glasses are reserved for whiskey tastings. Yeah, heck yeah. And I can't find them. They're packed away. Oh, you know what, guys? What? Yes, What's that? My refrigerator has more than just beer in it and vermouth. Tell. Do tell. Excited, right? It's like super exciting news. Is the right? refrigerator running? It is. Well, you better go catch it. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Uh, Dad jokes. You just ate both of us. <laughs> I have food in my refrigerator, guys, and more beer. What kind of beer? Can I ask? Nope. <laughs> okay. All righty then. Moving right along. Moving on. <laughs> well, sailor, with your uh, refrigerator items that we can't talk about, do you have some rock metal news that we can talk about? I do. really interesting news tonight <clears throat> so the first uh story i'm going to talk about is glenn danzig one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite bands um so you guys know right that he's known for his love of his cats um so apparently recently he sold his cats so uh there was an article that i read on music wire recently that said he, you know, really just got tired of all of the kitty litter memes. So he decided to give up his cats, give up his love for cats, and um, just go with dogs. No kitty litter, no one be making fun of him. Sounds you know, like a good doing... choice to me. <laughs> I, I, I have to agree. You know, I mean, for someone like Dan's, like, you would expect him to have, like, giant, scary dogs. Yeah, right? you would like, think of him as more of a dog person than a cat person. I could see that. Yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he rescued two dogs. Um, I don't know what breed they are. The article didn't say, but he named one of them Mother and the other one Satan. And he said, <laughs> nice. he's really happy. <laughs> he's really happy with his decision. And um, there will be no more kitty litter memes. So sorry, Internet. So that's, uh, yeah. I'm no more pussy, guess no more pussy like, in his house. Hey-oh. <laughs> so I do have some sad news tonight, guys. Um, I'm sure all of you know it was, you know, all over the internet. Um, sad news that Axel Rose has passed away. It has been confirmed by TMZ. Um, it seems late Monday night after he left a rehearsal session with, I'm assuming, ACDC. Um, he had a large meal at a fine dining restaurant and several, several glasses of expensive wine. Mm-hmm. And it seems that on the walk back to his L.A. condo, he sat down on a bus stop bench to take a breather. You know, he had been a bit on the heavier side the past few years. Um, so I guess he fell asleep. And at that point, the city garbage came by for collection. And there was a large pile of garbage bags next to the bench he was on. And he just blended in with them. No way. And, oh, my God. Yeah. So they. What are the chances? They <clears throat> I mean, that happens all the time. And he gets look garbage, so you know they picked him up. Apparently, threw him into the truck with the garbage. You know how that all works with like the crushing thing. Ooh. Well, you've seen you've seen those. Uh, I don't know if you guys have them in your area, but we have those like neighborhood uh, trash um, trucks that have the arms that just reach out oh, yeah. and grab the dumpsters. Yeah, we got those. It's all mechanical. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I mean, well, I can why- I can see how how Fat Axel would just fit right into the form. Of sure. what those arms would pick up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Drivers so not paying attention, and there uh, he goes. So apparently, when they got to the dump site, someone must have seen him, I guess. It, it, the, the article didn't, thank God, go into gory details because gross. Um, 
and uh, discovered his body. And it was too late at that point. And they pronounced him dead on the scene. So, um, you know, I expect there to be a lot of tributes. You know, I mean, the Internet, Facebook has been blowing up. You know, Guns mm. Roses stuff, Axl Rose, blah, blah, whatever. So yeah. the biggest part, I think, of this, because I could give two shits about Axl Rose, is like what's going to happen at ACDC. Mm. Um, so we'll have to just stay tuned and see how that uh, is handled going forward. <laughs> so, yeah. So rest in peace. Even though you were a jerk, you know, of course, it's always sad. So, uh, yeah, goodbye, Axl Rose. Yeah. I don't know got, how they're going to move got, on. Yeah, maybe, maybe they, they can got, make him got dropped. He got picked up and dropped into the jungle. You know what? What do you say? He was getting fat and, you know, too many sweet piles of pie. I know. I know. I know. I don't know what you can say. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, oh. It's it's I have some better news to lift our spirits, okay? That was pretty, that was, you know, kind of sad news. Yeah. Um, well, Nick, I don't know. Axel Rose. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's still mm. I, I, I know there's still some fans out there who might care, but. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. the guy did die. I'm sorry. No, no disrespect. Exactly. Right. He yeah. got, you know, he got, he got dropped off in the jungle. Yeah. He finally he did. made it. Yeah. He yeah. finally made it. He finally made it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So exciting news. Um, Nickelback has officially been banned from playing live shows ever again. Wow. It was my petition. Oh, it worked. Yes. I don't know, or if it was government intervention, but from what I read. Um, out there in the press, it seems like there were enough countries that put a ban on the band playing in their country or their territory that Canada was finally like, guys, it's over. No one's going to let you in. You're not a gross product anymore. It's just, it's over. You need to pack it in. So they announced recently on their website that they were done. Um, no more live shows from Nickelback. No mm. more albums. <laughs> The Canadian government said you can't record new albums. Thank God. So, um, so I'm really excited. I hope you know that my petition was, was a part of this. Um, you know, th this happening. Thank God. Yay! No more Nickelback. Yeah, there we go. We, now everyone's we getting their money back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All the concert like, tickets. Exactly. Like every country would look to they're getting their nickel whatever back. constitution or something and just be like, "You violate us in yeah. some way." Yeah. You, I think that's what no. happened. Just yeah. no. Just yeah. no. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Exactly. No tickle was, crack. I think when it was like every <laughs> EU country, that was the end of it. You know, like, that was it. So, um, yeah. So even, then, even Brexit couldn't stop the ban of Nickelback. No, no. We're not about it <laughs> at all. They're like, we have enough musical problems of our own. No thank you, Nickelback. Oh, like, I don't care about whatever financial crisis we're in. We can't have Nickelback. They were like, no thanks, fake Britain. <laughs> not going to happen. So, yeah, that was the end of that. Man, but what? I have some amazing news to end with. You guys ready? This is big. Well, big. we need we need, we need to pick me up after uh, yeah. the we Axel Rose news. Well, I, I'm still kind of well, you know, still still bummed down about Axel. You know what? He, I mean, he Appetite for Destruction was a great album. You know, I know but so. one of the but, greatest. The modern Axel was fat and mean. Uh, yeah, I know. That's that's true. But all right, what's the news? All right, so it's been really difficult for me to keep this from you guys. Really difficult. So yesterday I received a letter from Lars. It's an apology no, letter. You did. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> I will share the letter on Instagram so that everybody can see it. 
Um, and it's amazing. The form it came in, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it. I want you guys to just see it. Um, so apparently someone told him about my awesome hashtag, fuck you, Lars. And he must've gotten wind of it. I don't know if he listened to the podcast or if like a lot of people are like, fuck you, Lars out there. And he just had enough of it. But, um, you know, he sent me an, a letter and he apologized for being a dickhead and just an all around asshole. And that's in his wow. own words and said he was really sorry for the Napster thing. And, um, you know, that he sucks from her. Just kidding. And Man, what a stand up guy. Yeah, no, I, I could see him doing yeah. that. I've seen a lot of videos of his interaction with fans at uh, meet and greets at concerts. He seems like a, a pretty nice guy. So, yeah, that doesn't really wow. surprise me. He said you that know. he recognized that I was like a major fan from day one. Yeah. And that was important yeah, to him. For sure. So he asked to be on the show. But, of course, I declined. I told him, you know, uh, it yeah. would be too, yeah, too polarizing for the listeners. And I just don't think yeah. anyone would want to listen to a podcast with Lars from Metallica on it. You know, no. I just we might lose a lot of our cherished listeners. So, you know, it was nice of him to I just, apologize. I just don't know what we would what we would talk to him about. I, I don't mean, either. I don't either. I mean, like, I mean, I got nothing. You know, it, I, I, it seems like it seems like we can just Wikipedia whatever we want to know. We're not yeah. tennis fans, you know, so I don't know. I, I I just didn't think it was right. I told him, you know, thanks but no thanks. And um, it maybe was, his know, dad, maybe his dad would be cool to have on. His dad would yeah. his dad would be pretty cool to have on. Maybe. I mean, perhaps we could so maybe be, maybe we reach back out and see if his dad would come on. Let's let it cool off for a minute. I mean, okay. I feel vindicated, but I really think it's time mm. for him to move on, though. Lars yeah. needs to move on from this. You know, I know that I upset him and I hurt his feelings. You know, um, I don't apologize, but you know, I get it. So, uh, so yeah. So thanks, Lars. Thanks for reaching out. I appreciate it. I'm going to consider dropping the fuck you, Lars. Um, I'll, I'll think about it. Maybe like well, moderately, moderately like you, Lars. Hashtag like hashtag moderately, well, moderate, dis, moderate disdain okay, for Lars. Lars. How about I forgive you, Lars? No. No. Is that like, too that like, too much? Maybe like hashtag moderate okay, disdain, Lars. Lars. But how, hashtag you're okay, Lars. You're just okay. Yeah, that, that works. You're all right. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, that it was works. good that he reached out. Really super exciting. You know. So I'll post the letter on Instagram. Yeah. So well, that I mean, is, hopefully, hopefully he can get over it. I, I think. I think. I he think will. he will. Yeah. I don't think it's maybe he'll maybe he'll move on and have a good life. Some time, but he needs to move on. And I felt like having him on the yeah. show. He yeah, would kind of hung up on it. No. Yeah. It. It yeah. would. It would be too much. It would be too. You know. <clears throat> it would make us very embroiled and wrapped up together and i just i'm just not interested so yeah so thanks lars well, hey you we, know if you're listening thanks for your letter i appreciate it thanks for the apology um as far as the napster issue oh gonna have to do a poll on that one so do a poll on our metal rock and whiskey page in our facebook group and see if other people are willing to forgive him and then we'll kind of go from there i mean it's it's like hey Hey Lars, I mean, we've all moved on from Napster. That was so ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's your metal rock and whiskey news. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's mostly rock, but um, that's your news for tonight. And uh, let's move on to the next segment. All right, Matt, what are we drinking tonight, buddy? Well, guys, guys. This is a very special episode of Metal Rock and Whiskey. Hell yeah. 
Yes, this is an episode worthy of one of the finest bottles of whiskey I have in my collection. Ooh, I'm getting peaking my interest here, man. A bottle that is second to none. A brand that evokes pride and originality, just like the man we are talking about tonight. So for today's episode, straight out of your local college sorority party, or your weekly New Jersey Guido douchebag convention, or even your middle-aged rich housewife trying to best for teenage kids, <laughs> I give you Guido douchebag. <laughs> A lot of eye rocks in that parking lot. <laughs> I give you Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Oh, there it is, folks. The official parody of whiskey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, I think we can all agree that Fireball may be the best and most sought after product that the Sazerac company produces. Absolutely. As they use an oh, uber rare, one of a kind whiskey from Canada of all places. Yes. Of oh. all places, could you imagine whiskey? Maybe whiskey is like the That's most the whiskey. Eh? Eh? So, <laughs> upon opening this bottle, I get exquisite aromas of cinnamon and red hots. This is happening. <laughs> an ever-changing palette of cinnamon and red hots. I love and, it. And a long lingering finish of cinnamon and red hots. <laughs> the versatility of this bottle is unmatched. I and guarantee we're the first podcast to review Fireball. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. And for you Scandinavian <laughs> listeners out there, <laughs> Lars, listen up. Uh, Lars, listen up. A special surprise for you when you purchase the bottle. Of Fireball, a nice extra dose of propylene gl- glycol just for you. Does <laughs> the propylene glycol? I love that stuff. <clears throat> so, is this an allocated product, or can I? Oh, this is super allocated. Oh, I just love the propylene glycol. It's my favorite. <laughs> and fair warning to those who. To those who try and mimic this once-in-a-lifetime recipe, <laughs> you you will be banished to the depths of hell. Just ask Jack Daniels. You should ask permission first. Tisk tisk. But stop traffic. Wait. As we know, Fireball makes some very cool, super original, super unique, one-of-a-kind shots and cocktails, like the hotter toddy. Bullshit. <clears throat> Uh, the F bomb, Jager bomb, and sex on fire, sex on the beach. I've never even heard of these fucking things. <laughs> Original and unique, just oh, like Weird Al. Sex on fire sounds like a venereal disease. Oh, and that's my, my face. And, that's, and that's that's this week's whiskey segment. <laughs> oh, god. oh my gosh, my I face. Have, I think that's the best whiskey segment we've ever had on the show. Hands can't down. I'm gonna go out and buy myself. I like, actually, do you guys mind if we take a break for a second so I can run to the liquor store? I think I have time before they close. I need to have a bottle. Well, of you need to go get the fireball because we'll wait for the, you. The glycol. Propylene glycol. The propylene glycol is delicious. <laughs> is that our dad that's with us? 
I would say delete that. Is that Torben? <laughs> Tor- <laughs> uh, just, do you do you like to drink the fireball with the short shorts and the tennis racket? <laughs> Is that what country was that? <laughs> that was like uh that was like Prussia. <laughs> that was like gold member. Yeah. <laughs> short shorts. I don't know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Isn't that weird? I think that's what I went to is naturally I went to like my, my Dutch and yeah. my grandma's accent. Because you hear somebody Prussian accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. What what was fate what was crazy is when you started doing that, it so it never got back around to me, but I was actually seriously yeah. going to say that I was going to drink like Michter's or something tonight because Al is kind of like the best parody as, you know, I feel Michter's might be the best parody of whiskey. <gasps> oh, I, snap. Did no, I say that out loud? Cut that out. Oh, I'm not going to say I disagree <laughs> with you. I like Michter's. But I like, I like it too. I like it too. I like your line of thinking. <laughs> I might as well. What did I yeah. say? On the last? Yeah. What did I say? Your what? line of your line of thinking was was way better. <laughs> I called I'm, the new kids on the block, and you guys were all like, Wah. I, "I'll just say, I'm so glad that Matt had the whiskey segment for tonight." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <clears throat> that was fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you, Matt. Holy shit. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, Jake, guess what? Tonight, you get to do the timeline. Whoa. <laughs> Me? Well, I mean, you're the biggest fan. And, by the way, as I'm looking at this script, there's something terribly wrong with it, but I'll fix it. Yeah, we're not going to play Bark at the Moon. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> that would just be weird. <laughs> 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 yes, in in true parody's form, I what parody? What the fuck are you talking about, parody? Well, we're we are discussing the we are discussing the king of parody this evening, uh, Mister Weird Al Yankovic, and in true parody's form, as Sailor would normally do the timeline, I shall do today's timeline. You have to do it in my voice. So it means you have to throw as many f bombs as you possibly can. Well, you know what then? Fuck this timeline. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> Is that what I say? Uh, I an expression that like Sailor that. uses all the time. <laughs> never. Sailor never uses that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> what I say about my cock button today? <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Something about it being big? Uh, too big, actually. <laughs> too big. <laughs>
Oh, I did have a timeline. But you know what? What the fuck is happening right now? Really? <laughs> oh, we gotta we gotta set it up for our listeners. So Jake just 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 for the visual impaired. Yeah. He just yeah. took his timeline, which is always on paper. God forbid yep. he read something online on his computer that he's using to record this. This crumpled it up and threw it away. Of any other episode. So fuck the format. Let's just talk about Weird Al. <laughs> Booyah! Like There's a format? <laughs> well, we do have a we have a script as I so often <laughs> no, you fucking don't, don't follow. <laughs> Jake, read the script. <laughs> That's my timeline. <laughs> what script? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We don't have a script. No script. It's all off the cuff. We should. It, it's not a script. It's it's an outline of hey, it's, don't forget to don't forget to not fuck up here or not screw up there. Then you can do the goddamn outline every week. That's some cliff notes. No, it's it's your awesome. Cliff, your mother's cliff notes. My oh, mother goes to college. I'm light every week. My mother's a great woman. So how about that weird Al? <laughs> hey, how about Alfred Matthew Yankovic? Who wants to talk about that guy? Me. 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 Ooh, ooh, ooh. Go ahead, Ed. I want sushi. You start, Ed. Well, Al is what I would describe as a renaissance man. This guy is so freaking talented. I don't think most people realize how talented this guy is. Not only does he make the most amazing parodies, he makes a lot of the most hilarious original songs. He sings them. He plays instruments and just all around an amazing guy. And he's been doing it since, when was his first album out? Like 1983? 83, yeah. His first, his first radio play in, in 1976, actually, on the so, Dr. Demento show. Yeah, I remember listening to Dr. Demento when hearing me him on too. there. Oh, me too. Yes, and I mean, the I'm first album... Yeah, the first album I ever heard of his was in 3D. A friend of mine had it, and some of his biggest hits came off of that album. It was like Eat It. Oh, um, yeah. That, that was, so was going to be big. Um, oh, my goodness. His first polka song, I think, was on that album, too. I think that was that was always the huge shot. Uh, I mean, just... Okay, so for my end, growing up in, uh, in an ultra conservative household a lot of what we were able to listen to in our house was very much censored while um weird al stuff was fully acceptable i mean he's as you know he's, he's proclaimed to be a person of faith and thus has kind of abstained from swearing on his albums and and keeping the content to a certain level and and my parents would describe that blah blah, blah. but i have a question yeah Can I ask a question yeah what does faith and curse words have to do with each other? Well, I would, I would love to have that discussion with you because I've had that discussion with my parents many times. But never, this is not that kind of podcast. This is about I'm Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, so so being able to actually listen to uh, to his albums in my house and and you hear a lot of the songs that you heard on the radio, but I. I would always crack up and 
and even when I would listen to regular songs on the radio, I would sing my own lyrics to those songs. And the first time I heard him do what I would do on a normal basis, I was hooked. I thought, and I mean, he was just brilliant. And 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 not just not just that he was parodying, but it was actually really good. I mean, obviously the songs were really good because he was picking some of the top hits when he was parodying a song, but it was very clever. It was well thought. You could tell it was brilliant. And that's why I think he, he's been the number one at this in the game for a well, long not time. Not only that, but he came, his popularity peaked during MTV's popularity peak. You know, oh, yeah. And so not only did he parody the songs, he parodied the videos yeah. oh, as well. MTV, MTV is a minute. huge reason he got so successful. That's right. a huge reason. Yeah. Eat it. In the oh, fridge. Yes. Yeah. Living in the fridge. Amish oh. Paradise, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Amish Paradise yeah. was yeah. huge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what was what I thought was really interesting uh, doing the research on this was that, uh, you know, I, I felt like his fame was was huge with my age group coming up and and to find that his most recent albums have just exploded um was was i mean i've certainly heard a couple of his newer newer songs white white and nerdy kind of being being one of the newer songs that's that really hit big but uh but yeah what we were just talking about you know some of the older ones like living in the fridge and eden i would have thought those would have been his biggest albums and then to find out that over the past few years he's had his biggest sales ever is really cool well, comedy and parody is timeless. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> I think that just one fact that contributes to his staying power doing this for so long. Um, I was reading about his newest album, which is called Mandatory Fun, which has the single word staying crimes on it. Power. Yeah. Staying power. <laughs> staying power. We were all laughing. <laughs> uh, so there are only three artists to have top 40 singles in every decade since 1980. Those three artists are Michael Jackson, Madonna, and Weird Al Yankovic. What? That is crazy. That is crazy, especially (laughs) since those are the other two people are ones that he's parodied quite a bit. Yes. But you're not thinking him. Two full albums. Would you ever think think it was him to be the third person? No. (laughs) No, never. No, I think it would be Elvis or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, certainly somebody not him. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. That's so amazing because what he does is so intellectual. And that's one of the things I don't think people realize when they're just listening to him, like, oh, this is so funny. Like, you don't realize, like, to be that clever is, like, it's so smart and so intelligent I remember watching, I don't know if it was a behind the music, like remember when VH1 used to do behind Mm -hmm. the music or whatever, many, many years ago about his life story. What an interesting life he had. His parents were very, very, um, they gave into his uh, curiosity and his creativity at a very young age. Mm -hmm. I remember him talking about how he had read this book about tunnels and I can't remember the, the subject of the book, but it, it had something had to do with tunnels. And he was so excited about it. And his father said, well, you know, you can dig some tunnels in the backyard. 
and you know he's a little kid. Well, it turns into the whole backyard. His <laughs> and him and his da- his dad ended up doing it with him, like ma- like major mega underground tunnels. Oh and God. his mom got a kick out of it. You know what? You know, like Isn't that's how- so cool. The support well, that he got. Parents yeah. like they're just like, if your imagination says this, go for it. Yeah. it, do it, whatever. And he chalked up so much of his, you know, what he felt was his gift to his parents, which I thought was, you know, very endearing, very touching. Very much. Sure. They, always, they always gave into his creativity <laughs> and imagination. And I mean, the imagination it takes to come up <laughs> with this, you know. And um, he's also a very talented musician, which I don't think people realize what it takes, you know, um, to what it takes to write a song. If you're not a musician, it's is not an easy thing to do. It's what not. it takes to write a parody song to really match that song well and make the lyrics well thought out to the music and the right timing and all of it and to have a full concept around it is very, very challenging. Um, it's just recently... Did you guys read about his guitar solo, his first ever guitar solo that he no. did? No, I did not. Googles, <clears throat> the Google <laughs> ASAP. He apparently absolutely freaking crushed it. People were like, "What? This is your first guitar solo?" Doesn't surprise me though. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a little it, bit. He's of a, a yeah. I was gonna say, I think he's a yeah. savant completely. Also, the accordion is not an easy instrument to play, just because. It's not well used in modern, <laughs> you know, doesn't squeeze box shit on it. Right. You know, I mean, it is a quite a difficult instrument to play well and he's, you know, and he plays it very, very well. So, um, I've always been a huge fan of what he does and much more so after hearing about his life and his background yeah. and, um, you know, how he comes up with these things. He's a little bit like Lionel Richie. I don't know if you guys have yeah. ever heard. You're Lionel talking about Richie. hair? <laughs> the hair definitely yeah. um, it's like a white jerry curl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so Lionel Richie you, I mean early on you know back in the 80s I remember watching him in an interview and he you know whoever was interviewing him it's probably like Bob Walters or something ah, he's, wow. where do you come up with these songs and he's like literally I'm in the shower and I start singing a song and I'm like, wait a minute, I've never heard that song before. That's not a song. He like runs out of the shower in a towel, runs to his piano and he's like, starts playing it, writes it down. And that's how the songs would come out of his head, just like that. And Weird Al said it would be the same thing. He would hear a song on the radio several times and he talked about beat it. And he, just like the words just came to him. He just heard it. And we'd have to like furiously write it down, you know, and there was a little bit of rearranging there and fine tuning, but I, I just think that's such a brilliant, you know, speaks to his brilliance. Whenever, uh, as I was reading through this, I, I was picturing his parents as like uh, Jim's dad from American Pie, who's just super <laughs> nerdy and supportive and just yeah. like really nice. And whatever he does, it's just, oh, oh, Jim, that's just great. What, what can I do? And, and, you know, reading about like how his dad, uh, you know, the traveling, the door-to-door salesman that came by mm-hmm. when he was six years old. And, and his dad just jokingly was like, well, you know, the salesman told him he could either teach his son guitar or accordion. I mean, what what span between instruments, between guitar and accordion, that 
a tra- you know, a door-to-door salesman is going to offer either accordion, accordion or guitar. Or guitar. Yeah. You, know, you would think it would be like maybe piano or violin, but like a accordion. And his dad and his dad jokes and says there should be another accordion playing Yankovic in the world. Ha <laughs> ha Nerdy dad joke. Completely. They're not related to Frank Yankovic, but this is you know an accordion player that is well known at the time and and so that's that's the whole reason and and that like pick that made me picture uh what is it eugene levy that plays yeah, yeah. yeah. i just pictured eugene levy going oh you know there should be another you know and yeah just total nerdy dad <laughs> joke hey we'll stick this guy with an accordion and he just you know i mean here's this kind of child prodigy he moves ahead essentially two years in school so he's younger than everybody else he's smaller than everybody else so he's kind of has to just focus in on maybe his studies and you know his uh musicianship and valedictorian at what 16 years old from his high school and is kind of just labeled a nerd but the guy is i mean i guess if in high school what you think of somebody that's nerdy is antisocial but he's clearly has a pulse on on what is going on in mm-hmm. in social culture yeah. i mean from at that time when he's still in high school he's submitting demos to uh the dr demento show and clearly it was uh you know it was good enough to to get his career kick-started and i think you mentioned it right there too is that i think what might get overlooked on all of his albums is like each album is like a snapshot of social culture at that time or oh, media culture yes. like each, i mean right. you can just exactly. without even without even knowing his discography and and the order it goes and if you just That's hear perfect term you hear the songs you're like oh this is early 90s this is late 80s it just it captures That's a specific exactly moment in time um and like sailor said it's just so well done uh and a lot more difficult than i think people give him credit for and being able to uh that, and to do I think it that over and also over again contributes and over and over. Exactly. to a staying yeah. staying power, like we said earlier, that he's mm-hmm. able to adapt to the times and make al- albums that are relevant to what's current. Absolutely. Okay, so we have to talk about his albums. We have to choose a favorite. I have two that I'm torn between. <sighs> okay. Uh, bad hair day and running with scissors. Hold on, let me pull up my, let me pull up my uh, my notes here. He's gonna have to look at it with one eye. Oh, I I'm, <laughs> I know what mine is right 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 now. Um, damn, you guys are fucking what the fuck tonight? <laughs> Do I have to hold down this whole podcast or what? <laughs> so my my. <laughs> pick is going to be in 3d because that was the first album i use or i used i heard don't go there go, oh i'm totally going there can we just talk about what type of person would use a Weird Al album as a jackpot? <laughs> no, hold on. 
no, before we start on that, let me just say that my favorite album. <laughs> I don't I don't, don't want to transition from that to me. I'd rather transition from me to that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of jackoffs, what do you think, Jake? Hey, okay. <laughs> I have been called Jack on accident or on purpose. I don't know. Either oh, shit. I, I I think I think my favorites are uh, are are even worse and Bad Hair Day. Those are my two favorites. All right. Oh, I think we lost Sailor. Still there? I'm still here. The fuck. Oh. Oh, Just lost your video. That's all right. We can hear you. No problem. It's okay. We can still hear you eating that kind bar. <laughs> hey, so how about jacking off? Yeah, how about jacking <laughs> off? Tell us, Ed. <laughs> what did you use his album? So, so Ed, what was your favorite Weird Al album to jack off? <laughs> did you grab yourself an egg and beat it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did Matt you find any, did you find anything that you were living in the fridge for? <laughs> oh, it would be even worse if your mom caught you. Oh. <laughs> Jello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Who said that? Jello, that was a good one. Good reference. <laughs> All right. Let's pull it together, motherfucker. Uh, this is this All is right, Sailor, what's your favorite album? Me? Yeah. Um, off the deep end, and well, even worse first, and off the deep end. Nice. By oh. two things. So we have two for yeah, good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. How? Where are we at? What are what are our stats so far? Well, we have two for bad hair day and two for even worse. Okay. Okay. Who hasn't gone? We all went. We all went. <laughs> I said in three D. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear. I didn't hear Ed. Go, going back to what I said earlier, uh, I I, I kind of hadn't listened to his newer albums, and Straight Out of Linwood is really good. It really is. I know. <laughs> it's so good. It is. <laughs> I, that was kind of uh, we talked about this before the show, but I, I was listening to the newer albums, trying to get caught up on his newer stuff. Um, you know, as I'm driving carpool, and and my daughter. It's kind of hearing these songs and she recognizes the songs, obviously not the lyrics, but she's like, oh, I love this song. (laughs) And then I was like, honey, honey, listen to the word. And I explained to her what a parody was. And and now she's like, oh, dad, I play that. Play that Al guy. She keeps telling me, play, play that Al guy. That's so funny what he talks about. So new generation coming. Absolutely. So, all right. We have to make a decision between the two albums that got two votes. So where are we going to go, guys? Um, it seems well. <clears throat> so what? Even worse, got two votes. Yep. And what else got two votes? <clears throat> Excuse me. I said bad hair day. Was it so bad hair day? I yeah. I, said ba- I actually said bad hair day too. <laughs> yeah. Even worse and bad hair day were my two. So. Well, then that's three to two. <clears throat> well, son wait, wait, what do you mean? Three to two. <laughs> Right? <clears throat> what? Who has th- what, what album has three? Bad Hair Day. Oh, Bad Hair Day has two. Me and Jake. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I what the fuck is going on? I've had too much white wine. 
Because I, I picked two albums because I couldn't pick one. <laughs> I would love to say that that our drunkenness is a parody of our normal episode, but it's kind of not. <laughs> we're so professional. What are you talking about? I don't have food in my mouth. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not eating while recording. Okay. In in the interim, think about this. Think about this while we're while we're discussing the other. If if you could pick one song to play during this episode, what would it be? Oh, oh come on. Amish Paradise, oh. man. Okay. Great, great pick. Eat it? Really? No. Amish freaking Paradise. Oh, so good. Eat it. I really Ed. love his, he has a an original song, no. a ballad called no. One More Minute. Shut up, man. <laughs> oh, you guys heard Ed. that? Yeah, coming outside the box. No. Uh, no. What do you mean no? No. no it's his pick. It's my pick. <laughs> You're like, I'm so artsy, I'm going to pick one of his original songs. But it's freaking hilarious. You go okay, listen Sailor. to it. Sailor, what's your pick? I already said it. It's Eat It. Eat It? Okay, <laughs> mine? So I'm going to go I'm gonna go off the reel, and I'm going to say Handy, which oh, is uh, a, a good new one. song. Yeah. And it... it, it you know, um, I am a, a, a licensed contractor, and hearing that song, <clears throat> excuse me, completely cracked me up because it's it's about a guy that just knows how to fix everything or wants to at least fix everything, and I completely related to that song. And that was the first time that I had heard it studying for this uh, episode, and it, it cracked me up. Have you seen I, the I would not, video? I haven't. I haven't watched the video yet. You gotta and look it up. A week ago, I would have honestly said. Uh, something else but yeah i think that one's the one i'd pick well where the fuck does that take us <laughs> okay so we either way so we're, we're still well no i mean we're fine with uh i think we majority rules that uh our two favorite metal rock whiskey weird Al albums are even worse and bad hair day but we right? have is one. Oh, one. we do. One only one can reign supreme. Always on a, on a typical episode, only one can reign That's supreme. Right. But so this we... isn't a typical episode. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, snap. We could just we could just do two and throw only everyone for a one loop. Can reign supreme. Well, maybe maybe what we need to do is take those two episodes that we took and put it to the vote of our Facebook group. Ah, that's a good idea. And report back. Let them decide. Let the yes. Facebook group decide. So, do we are are we somewhat in agreement that maybe those are kind of the two best? Are we in agreement or agreement? Yeah. Agreement. <laughs> is a good parody word for agreement. Yeah. Don't that's you see what I'm doing here? God, guys, follow along. Sorry, we're too. <laughs> How long this is? What, what's the what's a drunk parody? A drunkity? Agreeance is drunkity of agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I need a lexicon. <laughs> There's gonna be are, no outtakes for the show because I'm those leaving are it all really in. Nice our sailor. You should and look at a lexicon. What? <laughs> are you being mean to me? No, I was pretending to be your mom and tell oh. you to buy a lexicon. But you have to have a much more New York accent when you do it. I think I went slightly Jewish. 
a little bit. It's got to be like it should. Her her accent is pretty pronounced, especially when I parody her. Get a lexicon, will ya? <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> okay, so the two albums, or should we should we make it a true Facebook poll and give four no. options? No. <clears throat> we no, it's, it's, it can two, be two. it's the two. We'll leave it two? to the poll master. So we're going with even worse <laughs> and bad hair day. And then fuck you, Lars, and fuck you, Lars. And then Lars, you're just... Wait, I thought you and Lars had kind of made I was gonna up. say. Well, but I there's... There, I did there not say these, I'm done yet with the but fuck this is a poll. No? This is not... This is not... You know, this has nothing to do with Sailor and Lars's. uh direct messaging relationship Everything this has, has to, to do with a standard it's a standard poll no so even though this is a parody episode no. it still has to be a standard poll in the facebook group which means fuck you lars has to be an option right agreed okay okay so the options are bad hair day even worse fuck you lars or you're just okay lars so there's yeah. our four options. Yeah. So Metal Rock Whiskey Facebook group, it's in your hands. It's in All your right. Hands. So in your hands. They will decide, and we will see what they come up with. We'll have to announce it on our next episode. It's almost, it's almost like Jeopardy. Yeah. Almost, <laughs> but not completely, be- entirely unlike Jeopardy. Really? Wine is gross. This right. So has anyone been listening to anything lately? Yes. That they want to share with us and our yeah. listeners? Go ahead, Sailor. No, someone else go ahead pull it. Go ahead, Sailor. All right, Matt, how about you? We'll start with uh, you. I'm not ready yet. Somebody else go first. Okay, Jake. I gotta find the name you're, of it. You're so. on by default. Somebody else go first. No. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been really digging into um the Debbie Gibson and Tiffany um collection. <laughs> Yes, I think Fuck. we're alone now. Shut up! There's a well. Yeah, wait, 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 Sailor wait. brought up how she <laughs> used to uh, hide her Aussie albums in yes. the take cases. Yes. That Ed, got me thinking, Ed, like, Ed man, his Debbie Gibson albums from his wife. That's 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 some really good stuff there. Very deep, very thoughtful lyrics. I think you know. alone now. Was a Beatles, wasn't yes, it? Yes, I mean... Speaking of music I mean, videos. come on. That's that's like the epitome of art right there. That's the mall. So, the mall and sing. I fucking love it. I you love know? It. Yeah, so that's what I've been listening to lately. Love it. Love it. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm, How about you, I'm ready now. Are you ready? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I've been listening to a couple episodes of this podcast called Whiskey on a Soapbox. You guys... Here Never. That. That. Never. Well, it's basically <clears throat> it's one guy and he has guests on every week and they just talk about basically what's going on in the world uh, while drinking whiskey. So uh, their last episode was about March Madness uh, and pirates. <laughs> Go figure. Oh. <laughs> I fucking love. Right. I don't care. Pirates. You said pirates. I'm in. <laughs> End of story. Well, a little something different. How about you, Jake? I got nothing. 
I got something. <clears throat> All right, Sailor, go to you first. So we, we've talked about um, one of my favorite podcasts right now on a previous episode. Shout out again to please excuse my dead Aunt Sally. <clears throat> thank you, Ed. And thank you, Colleen, for the recommendation. Um, huge fan. Hilarious. Very short episodes. Please listen. So good. Um, oh, yeah. But I have I been concur. listening to the Bourbon and Bad Opinions podcast recently. And I have to say, when you guys hear this podcast, tell me that I shouldn't be a guest on this show. You I'm should. You absolutely should be. But in bad opinions, come on now. <laughs> you fit so, into the format perfectly. It's it's fucking perfect. So so good. Um, love it. Uh, perfect for whiskey nerds, but like perfect for anybody. Um, found these guys on uh, the Twitters, I believe, and started listening, and I'm totally hooked. I freaking love it. It's so good. Please give it a listen. Awesome. So I, I do have one. Uh, one of the podcasts that I listen to is it's a podcast of a radio show. Um, it's called The Leisureman, and they discuss uh, sports and travel and beer and uh, and whiskey and all kinds of stuff that uh, I mean, the, the name kind of says it all. It's, uh, you know, if, if, if you're a dude and Kind of a middle-aged dude is what they kind of talk about. And you have family and you're traveling with your family and what beers to drink, what food to eat, and what certain things to do. And it's really lighthearted and fun. And check it out. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody out there for joining us for this very special episode of Metal Rock and Whiskey podcast, um, <laughs> April Fool's edition. Um, and we ask April that you join Fools. us. Is April Fools? Whoa! Oh, is that you get the memo? Is no. that why you're? Is that why you were drinking whiskey? I know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Uh. Oh, wait. oh well. Well, so well now you can be in on our little secret. Not everything we said was true. What? What? Are you guys fucking now? Oh my gosh. Except for Sailor's news segment was totally true. <laughs> yeah, Every yeah, word of it. Drunk, <laughs> next thing next thing you're gonna tell me is that is that we're not is that this is not just gonna be an additional episode to our normal weekly podcast. No, stop. No, what? Come on. We don't have time for that shit. <laughs> no time. time. Whoa. All I'm right. shocked. Matt, this is, have you this got something for us? I do have I something have for it. us. So to all of our listeners, our fellow metal rock and whiskey obsessors, uh, your opinions and your feedback, we don't give a shit. Uh, find us on Instagram at Metal Rock Whiskey. Uh, your love, your likes, your thoughts, reviews, questions, suggestions, concerns, and comments. Just put them in your pocket. Save them for later. Uh, feel free to do the same on our Facebook page. Search Metal Rock and Whiskey. Ask to join to really do nothing. You know, you don't have to write or participate or nothing like that. Uh, you know, find us on YouTube and please subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> you know what? Give us that one star review. You know, I think we deserve it. You guys are all stand up guys. Um, you can also follow us individually on Instagram. Yours truly at the Whiskey Obsessor. Uh, that is Whiskey Save the E. Ed. Save those E's. Save, Save them. Save 
the ease. The ease. Life preserver. <laughs> oh, you can find you can find me at Bourbon Geek on Instagram. Jake or Sailor, one of you go. <laughs> you can find me if you want to, and if you don't, well, fuck you. As Sailor Retro on all the internets. You can you can you can find me at uh, at Bourbon Geek drinking larceny. <laughs> <laughs> You can also find uh, you can also find a a bucket to throw a dollar in at uh, patreon.com slash metal rock whiskey. This pays you know away. I mean, just, you know what? Hey, this is we'll go yeah. away. Yeah, throw in a bucker five, and uh, and we'll be grateful. But uh, you know what? This was this is a lot of fun. It's it's fun to throw in a, an episode like this. But uh, well, extra my drink isn't empty but you know what fuck this we need to leave we gotta shut this down bye bye everyone later Lars hey Lars Lars I love you ah April Fool's <laughs> motherfucker I love you Lars.